Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal Show, and here he is, our financial and retirement expert in studio with us, Larry Rosenthal himself. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Chris. And you're looking my chipper today. How are you doing? I'm feeling pretty chipper today. It's a it's a nice nice day outside here on the East Coast, and and just an exciting day to be alive. How about you? <laughs> it's always exciting, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Doing well, doing well. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. You know, I always start the show off each week with what's happened in the markets, the economy, a little bit of a look ahead, and then obviously your phone calls. If you like, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, open minds, open mic, I should say, and open minds Saturday. Yeah, we have open minds. We're open-minded people. We do, you and we I. do, definitely. Any, uh, any subject matter that you have at all on financial planning, investment strategies, wills, trusts, taxes, your 401k, your retirement plans, uh, investment strategies, whatever it is today, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. 855-767-3123. Well, this past week, U.S. Uh, retail sales in December fell, fell unexpectedly, Chris. And the markets were down that day, but only pushed back up to, to basically being flat. So not really a big uh, c- concern right there. And, you know, one one good number, one bad number does not set a trend. However, remember that you know consumer spending represents you know pretty much two-thirds percent of our of our overall economy and gdp there so uh you know we'll keep an eye on retail sales in in january as as the numbers come on out on top of that this past week uh president trump announced that he may delay a tariff hike on goods from china if uh talks continue to progress so we'll have to see what what that's going to be you know how that'll be, probably going to be a some sort of a game time decision uh, come come March first as well. The uh, uh, Brexit is still weighing a little bit on the markets from time to time. You know it's on again, off again, on again, off again. But the bottom line here is our economy is really pushing along fine. So uh, you know the markets are up, and we'll be talking a little bit about that today as well as in the future. Is always always guarding it and 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 watching you know what's happening with your money. Because uh, you know we've got to we've got to save our dollars, right? We've got to do things. You know we're we're charged to be good stewards with the money that the Lord's given us. We have to understand how those dollars function in man's economy. You know what's the type of mutual funds we should be in, or stocks, or or 
How do we do the estate planning? What do we do with our real estate? All these types of things. Go ahead and give us a ring if you like at 855-ROSE-123. You know, it's earnings season. And what does that mean, earnings season? Well, each quarter, the publicly traded companies in the S&P 500 report their earnings because they're publicly traded. We have to know what they're doing. Are they doing well? Are they not doing well? And at the fundamental root of why people buy stock, people buy stocks based off the future anticipated earnings of a corporation. You know, you have two companies. Company A says, hey, things aren't so good. And Company B says, wow, we're really moving along fine. Things look very, very good. Which company do you want to buy? Obviously, you want to buy Company B, right? So here in the fourth quarter, so, so the way earnings works is people think it's quarter over quarter, but it's not. Right now, January, February, and March of 2019, companies are recording are, are reporting earnings for the fourth quarter of 2018, right? And they're being compared against the fourth quarter of 2017. So it's a year-over-year -year type of earnings. And earnings are expected to increase by 16.2%, which is a big, big number given the, you know, quote-unquote slowdown of things. When you strip out energy, it declines it down to about 13.4%. But right now, what's very interesting is that 394 companies of the S&P 500 have reported in their fourth quarter earnings, and 69.5% have reported earnings above expectations. The long-term trend on that is 64%. So, so earnings are coming in a little bit stronger than what people had actually anticipated. Uh, that's a very good sign. And, and when you take a look at at um, uh, you know the, the 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 fourth quarter revenue is expected to be about six percent, which is which is uh, uh, an, an increase over fourth quarter of 2017. So that's pretty good news when when you really stop and you boil down you know the the global slowdown that everybody's talking about, as well as uh, you know when when you look at where our revenues coming from in the S and P 500, 44 percent of our earnings are coming from overseas. So the the uh, uh, earnings reports every quarter are very very strong are very very important to, to, to keep watch on, and that's what a lot of people do. You know, analysis uh, our analysts and and people on Wall Street they all take a good look at at what's happening with the earnings because it, it gives us a look into what's happening down the road. Forward earnings looks like you know from from first quarter of 2019 through fourth quarter of 2019. Looks like the PE ratio is going to be remaining right around 16 or so, which is the right at the 20-year normal. So basically, what does all this boil down to? All this Wall Street speak? It boils down to this fact right now, Chris, that it's kind of like Goldilocks. Stocks aren't too cheap, stocks aren't too expensive, <laughs> but the pricing of stocks today is just right. And they don't so. taste like porridge. No, it doesn't taste like porridge at all. So at the end of the day here, or I should say to summarize. You know, the, the key point on earnings are earnings are coming in a little bit more handsomely, a little bit more attractive than what, what a lot of people actually thought. So good news there for, for your retirement plans, your college funding plans, wherever it is that you're saving your dollars. Make sure that you're in a good diversified portfolio and you're, you're, you understand what your risk levels are. Uh, when when you're looking at your your different positions and things like that, so hey, let's open up the phone lines. Give us a call here at eight five five Rose one two three eight five five Rose one two three eight five five seven six seven 
888-346-9123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Here's a quick tip for you. Remember, it's time in the market, not necessarily timing. Stay away from lots of buy-sell transactions. Find quality, buy it and hold it until the quality goes away or your investment objectives change. It's time in the market, not necessarily timing. If you'd like more information on proper investing, then go visit my website at LarryRosenthal.com or simply give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. That's 855-767-3123. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and the Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Yeah, we have some lines available for you right now at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal. He's here with us in studio. Go ahead, Larry. Sure, Chris. A couple of little stats that are out this 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 week here. You know, the Federal Reserve, we've had eight rate hikes since 2016, or at the end of 2015, rather, with the Federal Reserve. So so now the Federal Reserve has sort of taken a pause on rate hikes. And, and what's very interesting now is over the last 30 years, when the Fed has risen rates and then they take a pause on, ri- on rates rising, which way are the rates going to go next time? Are they going to continue to go up again or are they going to come back down again? But when you, when you look at this, the average is that the rates will actually move down, and it's usually over a five-month period of time where the rates will stay flat and then actually come back down again, or just basically three meetings on the average. So it's going to be interesting to see which way they go, you know, if, when, the next time that, you know, the next few few meetings that they have. They, the Fed does have another meeting coming up here in March, and I do not anticipate any type of a rate hike in that meeting. I think I can get you a white waiter's outfit. Maybe you can serve coffee and we can find out in advance, get a little forefront knowledge on that. No, those rooms are locked up, man. (laughs) Definitely locked up, Chris. Nobody goes in those rooms. Definitely not at all. So, hey, I want to make a quick announcement here. Happy birthday to my daughter out there who's listening down at college. So I thought I'd show her up. Uh, send her out a little happy birthday wishes. I so thought happy you would birthday, sing for sweetheart. It. No, I'm not singing, Chris. No way. <laughs> can't 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 do it at all. Forty percent of homeowners um, uh, feel that they. Well, I'm sorry. Forty percent of homeowners today are free and clear of mortgage debt. That's awesome. And the other sixty percent of people that have mortgage debt have an average debt of one hundred and twenty-six thousand dollars across the country. This is very good news. I, I really like this news. You know, people are, are, are squashing down their debt and they're moving towards retirement in the, uh, you know, with as little debt as possible, which is very, very important. You know, when you get into retirement years, it's about cash flow. And if you're carrying a lot of unnecessary debt, that's not good. And it's, it's interesting to see, you know, 
40% of homeowners have, have, their, have their homes paid off right now, which is a very positive sign. And I know that there's different strategies and different ways to go about doing that. Should you have a mortgage in retirement or not or a small manageable one? You know, all that boils down into a financial plan, but I like the side of having as little debt as, as possible. Let's uh, welcome Ruth on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Ruth. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Um, I just this past week I heard about something called the fixed index annuity. I am about to retire next month, and uh, anyhow, this just sounded almost too good to be true. You never lose any money, and you gain at least three percent. Is that correct? So there are lots of different types of annuities in that arena, Ruth. Okay, and and in in what you're talking about is is a fixed indexed annuity where you you have a guarantee that you can't go down. Um, if the market goes up, you get a piece of that market. You either ha you have some sort of a cap limit, or or they they give you a participation rate. It, it, it's usually done one of those two ways. Bottom line here is in a fixed annuity like this, an indexed annuity, long term average is going to be somewhere between four, five, maybe six percent is what you're looking at. Okay. And mm -hmm. the the key with these indexed annuities are this, is understanding how you get your money out. Some of them require an annuitization way to get your money out, which I'm really not that big of a fan of. And, and, and some of them give you the choice to, to lump sum, walk away, roll it over, or take income streams. So one of the biggest questions that, that – uh, you have to really understand is how money comes out of that indexed annuity. And then the second question is, how can the company change the participation rate? And what I mean by that, Ruth, is this, is let's suppose you have a, a participation rate of 80%. So the S&P 500 maybe does 10%, so I can do math easy. You're going to get 8% of it, right? So you're going to get 80% of the upside. What is, the, what is the scenario where the, the company can change that? Maybe they can change it to, to, to 70%. Maybe they can change it to 95%. Ask that question as well. So those are the two big questions that you really want to okay. ask. Okay. Would you just repeat that question I should ask? I wasn't quite clear on that. Sure. I should ask what the participation rate is. How they change rate? their participation rate or their cap rate. Okay. Okay. Um, and there's all different types of annuities out there. Let me just go off on, on a little, little bit of an educational piece here. When, when it comes to annuities, there, you know, if, if, if I marched 100 financial advisors in here right now, uh, the first third of them would tell you, do not own an annuity. The, the next third are going to say, always put money into annuity because that's what they believe in and they put their clients' money into annuities. I'm an advisor that I say, you know, sometimes people need an annuity and sometimes they don't. The primary objective of an annuity is to provide an income stream that gives you some guarantees. So it takes away market risk. It takes away business risk. It takes away the economic risk of the economy. So, so what is your investment objective with the annuity, first of all? Then the next thing well, is what, what – um, oh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Uh, no. No, I thought you were asking me. I was going to tell you. <laughs> that, that's fine. You can jump is. in. Go ahead. It, it was just to – I don't really uh, – like I said, I'm going to retire next month. I have a good retirement, so I don't really need it um, uh, for uh, to live on. It's, I guess it's more or less uh, just wanted to be – I'd like it to make some money and be safe uh, uh, to be in my estate for my children. 
Okay, well, if that's the case, then maybe the annuity might not be the right vehicle for you if you have a nice pension and you don't necessarily need this type of a guaranteed income. If you wanted to take this money that you're using and, and, and make it safe but be able to pass it on to your kids, then I have to ask you this question. Do you want to make the investment objective more towards your children or more towards your dollars? Because if it's more towards your children, then we know you've got a long way to go in retirement years, so you might be able to afford a little bit more growth in this pile of money versus sticking it into a 3% annuity. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, I, I, I am retiring, but I'm also 75 years old. Okay. So okay. I don't know that makes a difference in long-term planning and finances. Well, no, it, 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 it may, but it, uh, the, the, next, the next question on this also is that um, make sure that if, if this is, is this IRA-type money? Actually, uh, I'm a government worker, so it's TSP, and that was my next question. Should I just leave it in TSP, or should I pull it out and do something different with it? Well, there's four things that you can do, and that is leave it there, pull it out, cash it out, put it into a new employer's plan, or roll it to an IRA. Most people roll it to an IRA. The TSP gives you very low-cost investment choices, but they're very, very limited, extremely limited. So most people, you can roll your money to an IRA and buy pretty much similar indexes that's inside the TSP. In addition to that, you can purchase a lot more stuff. So if this is if this money is, is sort of earmarked towards, you know, I, 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 need, I may need this money. I want it to be secure. I want it to be safe, not a lot of risk. But at the same time, I've got a long-term view for this money going to my kids. Then you probably would look to put it into an IRA and make sure that you have what's called the, the stretch options. You know, make sure that the beneficiary form is filled out correctly so that your children once they inherit it at some point down the road, can enjoy the, the what's called the tax advantage or multi-general lifetime tax advantage IRA. Uh, that's really the way that, that things need to be set up. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Ruth. If, if you want, I'll send you out some information on the different types of annuities as well as the stretch IRAs to make sure things are set up in light of what your investment objectives are if you want. Okay, I'd appreciate that. Yep, I'll put you on hold. And as a matter of fact, we're having a we're having a our, our next seminar is going to be coming up in uh, it's going to be in your state in Maryland. It's going to be over there by Baltimore and Turf Valley Country Club, and we're oh, going to be going over right nearby. <laughs> oh, is it really? Wow, what a coincidence! Yes, we're going to be going over there, uh, uh, and and we're going to be talking about the lifetime tax advantage stretch IRA, how to set up the beneficiary forms, so that your heirs can get tax efficient income. Uh, you know, for, from an inheritance as well as the do's and don'ts on, on Roth conversions. I'll put you on hold, Ruth, and we'll send you out some information. If you want to sign up for the class, feel free to do it. I'd, I'd love to see you there. Come on up and say hello to me, okay? You can go to my website. I will. Okay, what is the you, date? Uh, it's going to be Tuesday, February 19th. We have two sessions. One is going to be at 1 to 2.30 in the afternoon, and the other one is the same material will be from 6.30 to 8 in the evening. There's no cost for it, and the uh, refreshments are complimentary. So, I'll put you on hold, and and Josh will get your information, and we'll have somebody reach out to you with a reservation for the seminar as well, okay? Okay, thank you. Kind of fun. Boy, what a coincidence there. She's right in the area, Chris. That's That's kind of interesting. Bring some cupcakes over with her. Yep, definitely, definitely. So, hey, yeah, speaking of the seminars, you can catch me this coming Tuesday at Turf Valley Country Club just outside of Baltimore, Maryland. We're having two sessions. 
1 to 2.30 in the afternoon, and then another one from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at night. There's no cost for the seminar, and the refreshments are complimentary. We're going to be going over, you know, the, the, the do's and don'ts of, of Roth conversions, asking some of the tough questions. We're going to explain how people should look at doing that with with series of little conversions on their on their Roth IRA on their IRAs rather than a big lump sum tax issue and why people would want to do it and why people would not want to do it. We'll cover both sides of that as well as understanding how your retirement dollars can live as long as 82.4 years after you pass to your heirs kicking out income to them through the stretch mechanism of the IRA. So very, very interesting information there. Again, you can register by going to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Just click on Seminars, and it'll pop right up there. It takes you two and a half minutes to fill it all out. Have you timed it? <laughs> Pardon me? Two and a half minutes? Exactly. Yeah, it's about two. I don't know how long You're it is, Chris. It doesn't typer. take long to fill out a little form, name and email, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And which class you want to take. So, awesome. uh, But we have a few seats left if you want to come on out. Uh, again, that's going to be Tuesday, February 19th. Also, go to my go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and like us on Facebook. Follow us around on Facebook. We send out financial educational articles once a week we're not going to bomb your facebook or anything like that you know bomb it up with with articles all the time but we send out That's one good stuff out there it really is. yeah we do we send out one piece of educational financial material each week and that's one of the goals of this of this show live call-in biblically-based financial planning talk show so and if you, you know, miss any part of it it's always available for you on the podcast too later on if you want to exactly watch exactly you can go check out the podcast on the website also there too you know so hey you know it's it's uh, uh we always we always talk about giving chris in proverbs three twenty-seven. i'm sorry proverbs 3 verses 27 and 28 says do not withhold good from those to whom is due when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. You know, let's start thinking about giving, you know, and that's giving of knowledge, giving of time, giving of resources, giving of help, all types of, of scenarios there, you know, that the, the Lord wants us to be giving, Amen. giving to other people, absolutely, in Jesus' name. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll keep the phone lines open. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. 855-ROSE-123 or 855-767-3123. With any of your financial planning, investment questions, estate planning questions, give us a call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. 
For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Call right now with your questions, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Coast to coast from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Eight five five seven six seven three one two three. That's eight five five Rose one two three. Give us a call and talk to Larry Rosenthal live here in studio. You can call from anywhere in the United States of America. It's cool how that works, isn't it, Larry? Anyway. It is. It's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Speaking of that, let's welcome Bill on the line from South Dakota. Good morning, Bill. How are you today? Oh, I'm pretty good, Larry. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? I've got a question regarding a 401k loan. I am paying back on a quarterly basis, but the money I pay back with, obviously, has already been taxed because it's income. So I'm paying my 401k loan, but when I draw that 401k money out, I'll pay taxes on it again, obviously, as income. So in essence, am I not paying taxes twice on that no, loan? No, because... No, you should be paying back the 401k loan with pre-tax dollars directed from directly from your paycheck. Okay, I I am self-employed, so that creates a bit of a problem. It's a simple 401k, meaning a self-employed 401k. Understood. Yep. So it should be paid back with pre-tax dollars because it was a loan is not taxable to you. So when you borrowed the money out. You borrowed it with no taxes, and when you're paying it back, there's no there's no tax dollars on that. You you need to speak to your tax preparer about that. It'll, it'll make sure it goes on your tax return correctly. Okay. I see. So it's just a matter of accountability on my tax form. Correct. It should it should be with pre-tax dollars that you're paying it back. Payroll deduction. Okay. Great. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Bob on the line. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Hi, sir. How are you today? I'm well. How can I help you? Um, the other day there was this article in the Washington Post about uh, these people saying that they're not getting as much money back from their taxes this year um, due to the uh, you know the tax cuts last year. Yeah, it was also something on the uh, on the news about it, and I didn't really think much of it because I don't pay, you know, I don't really pay much attention to what they say. But yesterday, my brother got back from his CPA, and he had to pay a whole lot more this year in taxes. So I was wondering if there was any truth to those articles. And he's, but I tried to explain to him that he's in a different situation this year. He has no deductions, he has no dependents, and he makes good money. So I'm not really sure if that was the reason or if there was, in fact. Um, something something else that I don't know about. Well, Bob, I, I would actually have to look at your, your brother's tax return to, to answer those questions, but those three things that you, you listed there um, all attribute to his tax bill. One of the, the things that, that people are saying that their tax return or their tax refunds aren't that as large as they have been in the past under the new tax bracket, it, under the new tax scenario, is simply because their taxes are lower. Um, they're they're That's all, all through, yeah, all throughout the year, their their taxes have been lower. So you're not, you know, you're not overpaying 
all that much more because you're getting more into your your paycheck. So, so that that's pretty much the deal across the way. And and you know, I've I have spoken to uh, a few different CPAs and I've asked them about you know, hey, your clients. Now these are CPAs that that have lots and lots of clients. Okay, I mean lots of them, and they are saying that for the vast majority. Of, of their clients, um, this is a good deal. So we're just going to have to wait and see. There's always going to be, it's, you know, it's, t- there's always going to be some people that are going to benefit extremely well and some people maybe not so much. This tax break was, was uh, mainly designed um, for, you know, if, if you're self-employed and, and, and you're in a service sector, CPAs, attorneys, financial advisors, you're really not going to get any benefit from, from that. Uh, or on the other hand, if, if you're not and you're a you know, subchapter S corporation, but your income's over a certain amount, you're not going to get a benefit. If your income's below certain amounts, then this thing's going to do very, very well for people. And that seems to be what the consensus is. So I think it's too early to tell. And, you know, a lot of it is, is dependent on who's picking up what articles in, in what media outlets as well. So that's been my experience w- w- with it all. So. We we'll just have to wait okay. and see. You know, it, it it is what it is, right? These these are the rules, and and these rules will will change again somewhere down the road because that's one of the things that that Congress does from time to time. They will change the the level of taxation, whether it's high or low, depending on uh, you know the political winds at at the time. Okay, yeah, that's what I tried to explain to him, and I understand that. But um, now the question is, is how can he? reduce his tax liability for next year besides just adding more to his 401k is there so you mentioned that your brother went to a cpa and this is what yeah. his result is he should go to that cpa and say hey i need some forward-looking thought right now you know the okay. the a lot of cpas are trained to say hey this is what you've done in the past and this is what it's going to cost you or the refund that you get well, now he needs to turn the table around and say, hey, CPA, you know, you, you've seen my scenario under the new taxes. Show me what are some of the things that I can do to lower my tax liability next year. And, again, I, I don't have your brother's tax return here in front of me in the studio, but that's what I would suggest to him to do is to get, get with his CPA and say, I need some forward thought on this. How do we prepare better for this next year? Okay. That sounds great. Thank you very much for your show. I do appreciate it. I love listening to it. Absolutely, Bob. Appreciate it. Go to my website if you like and follow us on Facebook. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You know, Chris, Chris, just to dovetail here, taxes are the most expensive thing inside investments as well. And and when you're going to pull money out in retirement or, or even if you pull them out in a college plan, wrong you know, you can get hit with some taxes, a lot of times unnecessary taxes, too. So people need to understand the flow of dollars, how taxes really can impact, you know, your net bottom line when it comes to the dollars that, that you can spend. So many landmines in taxing. Just little things well, the tax code is a, is a little bit... Uh, uh, Convoluted, uh, I would say. It's a little bit complicated, right? Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, but it's could... okay. It's okay. But I thought the encyclopedia I, 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 was I thick. really understand what, what he's talking about. I know that I had a meeting this past week with my CPA, with my CPA's firm, and and 
you know, they're sitting there telling me, you know, they're still waiting on the states to prepare their documents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So everything's a little behind, but that's the way it works. You know, when there's this type of change, that's the way it works, and that's that's really what happens. There's a lot of different things happening in the tax code. I also had a meeting with my CPA, just some uh, some real changes and different things affecting small business. It's it's crazy. You got to talk to a CPA. It's a good good thing to have on your team. Good thing to have on your team. I would agree. I would agree. Hey, let's pivot a little bit now and talk about um, uh, these. These are these are back in the. I, I spoke about this in the beginning or so of last year, uh, somewhere in the beginning of 2018, because they started becoming more and more popular, and they're still in the in, in becoming popular now. And these are smart beta investments, and what I mean by that is, if you take a look at an ETF, an exchange traded fund. And usually it's 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 cap weighted. So let's just pick on the S and P five hundred, and and people need to understand what's inside the investments that you own, as well as how they're made up and what their real objectives are. So if you take a typical S and P five hundred ETF and it's cap weighted, meaning that the largest companies are going to get the biggest percentage of the dollars, but it's going to own just about all five hundred companies. There's now companies out there that are called smart beta uh, funds, or, or ETFs rather, where they're going to have a slant. In other words, they might be an equal weight, where each stock in the S&P 500 is going to get the same percentage across the board. So that's going to give you a different performance number versus the traditional market cap weight. Then you also have some that are out there called low volatility smart beta ETFs. Well, that sounds attractive, doesn't it? So, so low volatility ETFs are going to be perch- are going to buy more or going to have more percentages in the S&P companies that are more your traditional dividend type players. Your 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 traditional more blue chip uh, companies, companies with less volatility involved in them, you know, like maybe like utility companies versus a tech company. So just because it says, hey, this is an S&P 500 fund, now you have to ask, what are the factor bases involved inside these these ETFs these days? Because they're getting more and more popular out there. There's nothing wrong with them, nothing at all. Please understand that that they all have different objectives and you're going to start to see as these things get more and more popular and people start to get purchase more and more of these that you could be sitting down with your friend and go hey i my s&p fund this year did seven percent and they go well my s&p fund this year did did twelve percent and and it's because the makeup of the funds are or the etfs are really starting to change and the objective of these of these uh, factor-based funds, as you can call them, you know, smart beta ETFs. Uh, the 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 objective of them is to beat the index with a little bit less risk. The way they view the world, the economy, and and where they think uh, growth is going to happen. We, you know, there's there's ones that are on the growth side of things, ones that are on the value side of things. So when you're sitting down and you're looking at your investments, one of the things that you really want to ask again is. Do I know what I own? Understand what you own, what's inside that investment, and how does that investment get affected in the marketplace? What has to happen in the economy or the stock market for this particular line item of an investment of mine to do well or to do poor? 
and you're going to start seeing more and more of these out there, smart beta uh, funds, smart beta uh, ETFs out there. And just understand that they're, they're, a little, they're built, designed a little bit different than, than your traditional S&P 500 funds. It's neither good nor bad. It's just a, a lesson on really understanding exactly what it is that you own. Hey, again, give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123 with any of your financial planning or investment questions. When we come back, we're going to talk about some mistakes that you want to avoid, things that you need to think about as you're approaching your retirement years. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. Don't forget, go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and like us and follow us on Facebook there. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. In fact, right now, we're going to get started back again here with Larry Rosenthal. If you'd like to dial in, 855 767 3123. 855 Rose 123. Larry. Sure, Chris. Uh, whoops, I got the buttons all wrong there. Let's welcome John on the line from from uh, Virginia. John, how are you? Good. How are you, Larry? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Good. Hey, um, as you know, and you may have spoken about in your intro today. If, if you already did, I apologize for bringing it back up. But uh, uh, um, national debt went over twenty two trillion this week, um, and I've seen a lot of articles since then. And, and, and before that have talked about, a, I'll paraphrase, as a day of reckoning, right, where all that debt has to be resolved, accounted for, and doomsday for markets, right, therein. Um, that's a first-part question, and a related second-part question would be, I've also seen a lot of experts talking about the dialing down of, of, of returns over the next few decades as compared to the decades past. And I'm, I'm curious uh, um, your assessment on that. 
Um, obviously, those returns are going to be tied to your asset allocation, but a lot of these articles said, for example, in an all equities, call it S&P holding, instead of getting 8 or 9% historically over the last decade or two, they're drastically cutting them down for the next few decades. So I'm um, curious your thoughts on those two questions. Well, first of all, on, on the debt, you know, when, one of the things that I ask people about when, when they bring up the debt, yeah, it's a crazy number, isn't it? Um, it is. And, and as a percentage of GDP compared to the rest of the world, it's not so bad. But there are actually 24 zeros in a trillion. I mean, if you think about it, Don, and that, that's a big number. Nobody can get their head around that number. Yep. Um, I, I'm in the camp that, that the U.S. doesn't really have a revenue problem. We have more of a spending problem, okay? Yep. And, and I think that if we – and that's on both sides of the aisle, really. And, and this is not a political show, but it's on both sides of the aisle. I think that if, if, if we get, uh, you know, some, some reining in of it, then, you know, we can, we can knock it down a little. Um, you know, and, and you can go to usdebtclock.org. Uh, my my studio just threw it up on my my screen here for me. <laughs> I'm looking at it; it's pretty big. the 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 next thing that you're talking about is is uh, you know people uh, you know p- anticipating what's going to happen over the next decade as far as results go in in the market. And you know, one of my jobs as a financial advisor, money manager, and, and financial planner, and all those things rolled into one, is to sort of look out into the economy and, and try to see what's been happening. And I've been doing this for for many, many years now. And I will tell you this, that, that if you get past 18, maybe 24 or 30 months down the road, and you think you, you can figure out what's going to happen, I've never seen anybody get that right. It, 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 it's a long-range view of, of what's going on. People look at demographics. People look at, at you know, all kinds of things when, when it comes to that. And I will say this, that, you know, in, in 2010 or 11 or so, our demographics in our country shifted to the point where we had, we had so many people not in their peak spending years that everybody was saying in 2000 and 2002 and all that stuff around that time frame that around 2009 or 10, the, the, the markets would just not do anything going forward. But the S&P 500 companies said, you know what, there's, there's ways to make money internationally too. So, so things change. People adapt. You know, the, 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 the human brain thinks and, 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 and corporations have the ability and flexibility to, to change when it comes to all of that. So as far as returns go, uh, down the road, talking about you know the S and P over the next ten years is only going to do four or seven percent or whatever versus ten, and and things of that nature. I'm not in that camp really of saying yeah I believe that because I can flip you know I can do Google searches and I can talk to other places that say well that's not necessarily true because they think it's going to be even higher than some of those low low numbers, and it's really a year by year thing. It's it's it, you know one of the things that that is very true. John, when it comes to investing, and that is money will seek its place on the planet. Now, think about this. Money will f- seek its place on the planet that gets its best risk-adjusted return. So if you wake up tomorrow morning and the, and the newspaper says, hey, you know what? Uh, biotech is, is going to be just, just a place that you want to be for years and years to come because these are all those reasons why. 
You know, you're, you're tying together bioinformatics and, and healthcare and research and technology. And if you believe in that theme, then, then, and, and then you look at the number of people aging and you look at people desiring to have better quality of life in a healthier way for longer periods of time, maybe that's a sleeve that's going to do well. Maybe you overweight in that sleeve. Do you see what I mean? So it comes down to a lot of those areas, whereas if you wake up tomorrow and the newspaper says, hey, this sector over here is not going to do well, and, and these are all the reasons why, and you read that story and you go, you know, that kind of makes sense to me. You know, that, then, so that's what I mean by money's going to seek its place on the planet where it gets its best rate of return. And, and when you look at, at the, the, you know, the last 11 years, U.S. stocks have outperformed international stocks, at some point that's going to change too. I have a chart in my office that, that goes way back in time that shows when international's beating U.S. and back and forth and all that kind of stuff. And so the globe is a big place to invest money. It's not necessarily in the S&P 500. But when people say, oh, this far out, 10 years, I, I, I have a tough time believing that they can read the tea leaves that far down the road. That's just my opinion on it, John. Does that make sense? It does. Sounds like so. So to summarize topic one, you don't buy into the day of reckoning concept and day two money's Money's going to find uh, the best return, and it's a fool's game to predict uh, more than a few years out what those strategic returns are going to be. I would say day two, the, the second one, yeah. But as far as you know, buying into the day of reckoning, I, you know, I, the the debt is is unfortunate, and and I'd love to see us figure out a way to pay it down. Definitely, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what you mean by day of reckoning. Uh, that 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 gives you a wide a wide wide definition on it all uh with, with with it and and um you know the look at the rest of the debt around the globe too you know a lot of nations are are in debt with all of this and we've got to get our financial houses in order there, there's no doubt about it and again yeah. i think the u.s has a a spending problem more so than a revenue problem and the question is do we have a political backbone on both sides to curtail it down and, and get the fiscal house in order that's the big question okay okay Appreciate the phone call, John. Uh, you're listening to Making Money Sense, uh, Larry Rosenthal Show. Dial us up with any of your financial planning or investment questions. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You know, dovetailing on what, what uh, John was talking about there, Chris, let's, let's pivot in a little bit and, and talk about knowing what your finish line looks like. What I mean by that is, is when what what does your finish line look like when it comes to retirement planning? You know, how are you going to save the dollars? Then you get down the road, you're ready to retire. Now, how do you protect these dollars? What does your finish line look like? What does your investments need to do? Take take a look at the national debt. You know, just just what he was talking about. It does weigh on the country. You know, if interest rates spike, it's more and more debt. Right now, it's about sixty-seven thousand dollars per. I think it's per per citizen uh, across across the country. So, when you when you drop this into how does this affect our financial planning? Yes, it does down the road from a tax perspective. It it absolutely does because taxes will probably go up if you're looking at this long term down the road, right? So what what is what is the answer? I I think the answer is lowering our spending. Actually, so so 
that all boils down to your financial plan. You know, we had another caller earlier today. She had a pension, and she's considering an annuity. When you when you look at both of those, those are guaranteed income streams. So so there's products, there's investment strategies out there that whatever the economic conditions are, they can help you provide rates of return to deliver income streams to you and your family that are reliable, tax efficient, um, that will help you maintain your standard of living. So those are the types of investing questions that you need to look at going forward. And another caller today, Chris, was talking about his brother um, uh, getting a bad surprise on taxes this year. Well, we've got to pivot that around and look at the advisor, the tax, the, the tax advisor and say, you know, give me some forward thinking thought. Don't just look in my rearview mirror and tell me what I did. Tell me how can I improve going forward. And these are the types of scenarios that, that a financial advisor is going to work with clients and ask these probing questions. You know, to a client, you know, what are your strengths that you see that you and your family have to help you accomplish these financial goals that you want to accomplish, whether it's a year out or, or five years out or, or, or maybe passing assets on to your heirs? You know, ask your, your advisors these, these types of questions. What are, you know, what, what are my weaknesses that, that, that you see that I can't accomplish this goal? Are my goals too lofty? What does it really need to look like when, when, when you're dealing with financial planning? So, hey, we're going to keep the, the phone lines open. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Here's a quick tip for you. Remember, it's time in the market, not necessarily timing. Stay away from lots of buy-sell transactions. Find quality, buy it, and hold it until the quality goes away or your investment objectives change. It's time in the market, not necessarily timing. If you'd like more information on proper investing, then go visit my website at LarryRosenthal.com or simply give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. That's 855-767-3123. We have a few minutes left here in the program here at at the Larry Rosenthal, uh, the Making Money Sense. If you would like to dial in, 855-767-3123 is the phone number to call, 855-ROSE-123. Go ahead, Larry. Pick up the. I guess Sonya, right? What? 
Go ahead. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Coming out of the break here, you know, I, I started thinking about you know the 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 debt and things, and that the last caller was talking about. You know, twenty two trillion dollars. <laughs> it, it it's a big number. It's it's twenty four zeros. It takes a while right? to count that high, doesn't it? It it does. <laughs> and and you know we we need to put our that, that's that's sort of what we've taught in in our Bible based classes in churches that we do, which is. You know, we have man's economy on one side and God's economy on the other. And, and you know, God's economy's got, got Jesus at the head, and we're charged with good stewardship of what, what he's blessed us with, but we have to use it in man's tools. But we cannot rely on, on, on money. We can't put our faith and trust in money. We should put our faith and trust in the Lord. And that's going to help us obtain some financial freedom. You know, Proverbs talks about getting education and counsel from the wise and 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 that's where we really have to to really sink our our trust is is in the Lord and not necessarily man when it comes to to, to dollars and things. Let's welcome Sonia on the line. Good morning, Sonia. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, the question that I had today, if you can refer a financial planner for the state of Virginia for me, because I don't want to go on Google and you know just find someone that I don't know or been referred to. Um, yeah, so there's I know a lot of financial advisors in the state of Virginia. We have we have a couple of offices there. If you want, I'll go ahead and I'll put you on hold and I'll have somebody give you a call and run down a list for you next week. Okay? Perfect. Thank yep, you. Let me put let me put you on hold and Josh will get some information from you. You have a great weekend. Uh let's welcome Richie on the line. Good morning, Richie. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, um I have a doctor that uh, just finished college. And uh, he has a good job, but he's very reckless in spending. So, Chris, I I just I couldn't I couldn't yeah, we gotta, hear her. Let me pick up Jim, Go and ahead. then since I'll I'll pick her up in just a moment. Let's sure. welcome Jim on the line. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Uh, great, Jim. Love your. Sh- I'm sorry. <laughs> great. I love your show. I think I can hear you better now. You um, Thank you. How can I help you, sir? Quick, quick, quick question. Uh, getting that age, got to have a, have a small business and all that. The tax, uh, the tax season with this administration and all that for the next couple of years, who knows what's going to happen. Would this be a good, uh, a favorable time to consider maybe doing that? Or, you know, is it a, what do you think's coming down the road as far as, you know, I don't know all the details that with capital gains and that kind of stuff. Jim, I missed your question. A good time of season to do what? Oh, sell a business. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's two things when you're looking at selling a business. One is, is your time frame correct? And then what is the environment? What is the appetite for somebody to, to, to purchase the business? And the economy's rolling well, along fine. So, so you know, it's probably a good time when, when that, you know, when, when the economy's running along time, fine. Yep. I'm thinking about the administration that we have now and the tax and the capital gains and stuff like that. Is this is that going to change in the future and, 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 you know, not be a good time or, you know, well, right now, capital gains are at a, at, a, at, a, at a low when when you take a look at them historically. So I, I don't know what's going to happen if another administration comes in. Who knows? Uh, Congress can do all different types of things when it comes to that. Listen, Jim, I'm going to place you on hold, and I've got to close out the show, and then I'll pick you back up in just a moment, okay? 
appreciate the phone call. Again, you can go to uh, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and check us out this coming Tuesday. You can catch me live at Turf Valley Country Club over in Baltimore, outside of Baltimore, Maryland. We're having two seminars, one on the dues, uh, two sessions rather. It's the same material from one to two thirty, and then from six thirty to eight. There's no cost for the seminar, and the refreshments are complimentary. It's going to be on the do's and don'ts of Roth conversions and the stretch lifetime tax IRA. So for Josh in the back and Chris McKay, I'm Larry. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.